My mic sounds nice. Check one. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hey. You've just entered the Divas Den with Tavia podcast. And as you can hear, I'm not alone. We're going to jump right into it. I am here with some of my really, really great, amazing friends. And today we're going to have a conversation about friendship, the importance of friendship, some of the ups and downs of friendships, and why you need friends, period. You need them. So we're going to have a really great conversation. I didn't want to have this conversation with myself, obviously. So I needed my friends to come join me. And before we even really, really get into it, I don't want to hear none of my other friends talking about why they were not included. I love y'all, but, you know, it'll be a part two. And then we'll switch up to friends if you make the cut. Okay. <laughs> Joining me is um, two people that you should already know if you've already listened to previous episodes. This isn't your first time, but if it is, make sure you go back and listen to episode with Angela and Nikki, episode three, where we had a really, really good, good conversation. <laughs> good really good conversation so make sure you go back and listen to episode three but for those of you for those of you (laughs) for those of you who have already listened to episode three these people are not new to you these are my fab divas nikki and angela i'm gonna let them reintroduce themselves Hey, 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 no, I'm Nikki Hatton. Um, people know me as Nikki the Trainer. Don't stop, won't stop. Let's get fit. So I've been a personal trainer, local personal trainer in Jacksonville, seven years. And I'm also a motivational speaker. Um, started a empowerment for women. It's Vision Over Wine. So, yeah, check me out. Check me out. Follow me on all social networks. Nikki the Trainer. And I am Angela, again, native of Jacksonville. I am a dental hygienist by day. I'm going to stop. I'm a dental hygienist. <laughs> I'm a dental hygienist. Um, I work with Dr. Brent Steers, um, DMD, out in Mandarin. I've been a dental hygienist for the last 17 years. Um, so I'm happy to clean your teeth. I'm very active in ministry. If you need your teeth clean, come see me. You need prayer, come see me. Listen, you get your teeth white and you get a prayer, and we all need some extra prayer. You hear me? Anointed teeth. Yes. That's your tagline. I give you anointed teeth. Nobody out there, don't take my friend tagline. Because I need the rights. I just came up with it. Don't take my friend tagline. And then also um, joining me, I have two more of my friends. I have one of my oldest friends but I'm gonna tell you about her in a minute but my other boo Miss Alexandra hey she's my really 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 great friend um Alexandra and I'm gonna tell you a little bit about her because she is really popping out here in these streets 
And I mean, I'm my friend hype man. It is what it is. Like I like to hype my friends up. So I'm gonna tell y'all about Alexandra. Alexandra is a nail professional. She began her career in 2005 working at high-end spa resort properties and then eventually branching out as an independent contractor and now a salon owner. She holds she holds credentials and experience as a certified master pedicurist, certified podologist, advanced nail technologist, certified medical nail technician, certified clinical podiatric medical assistant, a creative nail design education ambassador. She's also featured in nail artists um, as a nail artist in multiple health and beauty magazines, online publications, as well as television. Most recently, baby was all on claws. Her nails were on claws, and I'm just so proud of her. I, I know y'all watch claws. Y'all, y'all watch claws? Of course. Yes. <laughs> That's my little show. Yeah. Child, half of them talking about they watch them, half of them talking about they don't. We going to turn them into believers and have them watching claws with Niecy Nash. It is an amazing show, and... I did go on there to see her claws. Oh, I did go over there just to see her fingernails. Now, I did do that. <laughs> but it's a dope show. And you actually watched it before you were asked to be a part of it, right? Oh, absolutely. I hadn't missed any episodes. So it was an honor to have an opportunity to work um, in that particular arena. So just briefly, how was that experience? You know what? It was, um, it literally was, it was kind of overwhelming, but in a good way. I still had a full salon schedule, and I had six days to complete almost 200 nail tips individually. So it was six cast members that I, w- I actually had an opportunity to create nails for. Um, Car- Karuchi Tran was one of them. Come on. Um, oh, gosh. It was, a, it was a few other people. I can't remember everybody's name off the top of my head. But it was so awesome because to have the opportunity – where you see this amazing cast and this amazing story that unfolds and then to be pulled in to be a part of, you know, doing the behind the scenes, it was so amazing. So it happened um, almost 200 nail tips in six days, (laughs) in addition to my regular schedule uh, with education and salon. Baby was working for real. Baby had to (laughs) lock herself in these people's salon. Baby was listening to that good, good trap music. Her baby was pushing it out. She listen. I surround myself around hustlers, and I don't know what y'all thought, but we work for real. <laughs> like y'all think it's cute, but we work for real. And my friend was out there. She was getting it in. I I wanted to come help, but I just felt like I would be in the way. Like I know I know my lane. I, I know I know my ministry, and it is not nails, but um, baby been popping out here. And not only is she an amazing nail technique do what is the proper term do you all like to be known as um i prefer nail professional okay um it's it solidifies you as the professional that you are in the industry and i think sometimes people kind of miss that opportunity um to connect us as professionals in the setting that we work in right meaning y'all heard all of the credentials that i um, said little baby have so put some respect on her name right. she ain't no nail tech you can't come in here and get no $20 pedicure you can't come in here and get you, no 
no, we we not doing that. And then she has some amazing things that she's um, looking to do in the future, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I'm excited um, for all of her success. Not only again is she like an amazing nail professional. Let me put some respect on her name. But she is an amazing wife. She is an amazing mother. And she's a dope friend. Like, Listen, don't make me cry. She's a dope friend. Yeah, I, for real. She, she's a dope friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was rubbing on her to get a little bit of that blessing over there. She got. <laughs> so no homo, you know, just for the blessing and the anointing she got on over there. Listen, this is going to be a very fun podcast. It is going to be informative. We are going to speak our truths and share some wisdom because we all have a lot of wisdom because, yeah, we have a lot of wisdom in this friend department. Now, my my next friend, she's not really a friend. I'm going to say this. My friends, they are not just friends like that surface, like, no. When we when I become friends with people, it's like family. And so she, she's more than just a friend. She's my sister. We met ninth grade. <clears throat> first period. First day, first day of school in gym class. And I was new to Mandarin and that whole little experience. I went to um, another middle school. I didn't go to Mandarin Middle. So this was definitely new for me. And for those of you who know me, you know that I'm I'm a little bit more introverted. Um, I'm definitely more shy I'm initially. And then once you get to know me, then, you know, <laughs> you find out that she's great. Yeah, you know, sometimes you got to your horn, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm humble, but sometimes you got to let people know. But, um, so, yeah, it's been, I don't even want to say how long it's been. We calculated this last night. It's been 20 years, over 20 years? Yeah. Over 20 years of friendship. So, I'm going to tell you just how God works, because I decided to do this podcast talking about friends, and... I knew, you know, some of the people that were going to be available, but my friend lives in Miami now. So she's from Duval County. We're all from Duval County. Yeah, yeah. Duval. Duval. <laughs> but she left. We'll talk about that later. But she left and she lives in Miami now. And she doesn't come home enough for the holidays, but this holiday she came home. And it was just perfect how it all came together. But I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about my friend. My friend is Trey Neal. Hey, Trey. Hey, boo. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. (laughs) I can't. First of all, I honestly cannot believe it's been over 20 years. I feel old, but I don't look old. Okay. (laughs) None of us look old. (laughs) We can probably snag your 20 old brother but we not we some of us not <clears throat> um, i ain't buying no playstation <laughs> some of us not but but my friend um trey neil i'm so so happy that she's here i'm gonna tell y'all because trey she popping she 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 popping out here in these streets not 
Duval Streets, Miami Streets. Trey is well known. Everybody know Miss Trey, always working. She always doing something. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Miss Trey outside of my personal experience with Trey. We'll, we'll talk about that. But Trey Neal is a Jacksonville, Florida native. She is the founder and CEO of Lock and Grow Enterprises. In 2005, she began her career as a personal assistant to the owner of Legatus Dolls. It was here that her skills began to flourish. Miss Neal learned the ins and outs of managing models, building portfolios, and building a brand to the models. After a year of hands-on experience, she found herself in front of the camera as a model. Um, the industry opened up the floodgates of her creativity. She would continue to grow her network and exploring what the business had to offer. Within the city of Jacksonville, supporting her movement, she began working in promotion with Antonio Gadsden, owner of um, Real or Nothing Music Group at the time. Um, her journey from personal assistant to model, promoter, and now CEO was not possible without the mentorship of those surrounding her. Miss Neal's desire to build a brand that will eventually grow to become a household name is her motivation and vision for Lock and Grow Enterprises. Tell us a little bit about Lock and Grow, um, what it is that you, you do, because you do a lot. Um, so, yeah. Well, just to make sure you know, Lock and Grow has nothing to do with hair, so please don't call me to schedule a hair appointment because I don't do hair. Um, lock and Grow is actually a name I came up with. Basically what it means is that I lock one company and another, another company together to grow to be an enterprise. So it's all about networking and building brands and being a part of the movement in the entertainment and fashion industry. I love, love what I do. I started as a model. It was fun. I was in every show down here, working with every designer down here. But I was like, it's more to what I do. So I said, you know what, let me step out of my comfort zone and work with, do something on another level. So I ended up working with Tony or Antonio um, Gaston of Real or Nothing back in the day. That was, you know, some moons ago. Um, and he actually introduced me into the marketing and promotion and brand and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what, I can do this. So he actually said, you know what, do your own company. I, I support it. Let me know what you need. I help you out. Do it. And I was like, oh, so you know how to consult my bestie. And she was like, why not? And I was like, all right. So I started my company in 2009, and I've, I worked here. And then now, you know, I'm in Miami. Day caddy, <laughs> 305, <laughs> loving it. But I'm back home, you know, to spend some time with my family and my friends. And you done a lot of recent stuff you were recently at the BET Hip Hop Awards yes. this year and last year as well yes it was really dope because um it actually worked out where I'm a part of a nonprofit for feeding the homeless make the homeless smile Miami little plug shameless plug um DJ Khaled actually came out to one of our feedings with BET and we were actually on the BET Awards last year um a national brand getting supported by BET and actually getting some funds by BET. So it was really dope to meet Khaled, and I actually met one of the producers that does a lot of the award shows for BET that actually has I've been in contact with, and she's actually given me tickets to go every year, which is a, a huge blessing. So, you know, you got to keep your plugs and your connections and make things happen. And I'm just so proud of her. When, um, I think it was 2008, maybe 2007, something like that, I had read the book The Secret, and in The Secret it talks about... Um, vision boards and I remember like she she was doing her modeling I honestly the whole makeup thing 
I again, I talked about it before. I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but not necessarily a whole makeup thing. But um, she actually helped get me started because she was modeling and I would do her makeup and then, you know, go to her different events and stuff like that. Because, listen, trade know everybody, like everyone. So we, I remember we were sitting at the house and we were doing our very first vision boards. And I was like, what is a vision board? What, what's that going to do? Is it come alive or something? What does it do? <laughs> and she's like, no, we have to do it. It's going to work. We got to put it on the wall. We got to get our magazines and we're going to touch the music on. I'm like, okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked. It did. Receive it. God. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, okay. It worked. Um, Literally. And so we've collectively and individually have been doing vision boards ever since then, but that's how it kind of started. And I know for me, that was um, the initial start truly of fabulous faces. So um, we have so, so many memories that we could talk about, but this whole episode came about, I was scrolling through Facebook and came across a post. Um, Someone reposted, what Issa Rae posted, did a tweet or whatever. And she said, I feel so sorry for women who don't have female friends. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's dope, you know. But the person who posted it, she added her, you know, two cents in. And she was just like, I feel sorry for me too sometimes. But, and I'm not going to say specifically what she said, but she said, but... Some women are trifling, can't be trusted. Um, And it was other people who commented and they were kind of saying the same thing. Like, you know, they can't, they don't have a lot of women friends because women can't be trusted and, you know, trifling and all of this stuff. And it made me think I've been in a position before where I did feel that, you know, like I remember my godmother told me, she was like, you're not going to have a lot of female friends. It, it is what it is. You know, she was like, you're pretty and, you know, they're going to be intimidated and jealous and they're not going to want you around their husbands and stuff like that. And it made me sad because I always wanted to, to be the one to go on, you know, trips with my friends and, you know, we get together and. I I always wanted to be that person. So it made me sad. But I can say this. Every time I have an issue with a friend, I go back to that conversation. Um, How do you feel about the post, you know, where Issa Rae is like, I feel sorry for people who don't have female friends. And then so many women who feel as if it's an issue to have female friends. It's, I would say for me, um, it's hard to find genuine friends. I mean, you can always call somebody your quote-unquote friend, but it's hard to find genuine friends that when you down and out, you can call her. But when you have a good time, you can call her. And you're, she's dependable and re- reliable and loyal. It's, a, it's hard to find those. But once you find your core good friends, make sure you stick with them and ride with them till the wheels fall off. Don't, because y'all getting a little petty argument, y'all mad today, now y'all ain't speaking for six months. no. Call me and be like, girl, I was wrong. I was wrong, but I still love you. Like, you know, you're going to have those moments, but you have to realize that friendship, it means everything. You need people. Even though you feel like, oh, I got this. I'm a soldier. I can handle everything. No, you can't. No, you can't. 
And you know, to piggyback off of that, I feel like a lot of times uh, we take on what has been historically put on us from generations previous. So if you may have, you may have women in your life that, uh, you know, matriarchs and things of that nature, and because they have had, you know, these different situations and ways that they communicated or, well, maybe a lack of communication or not being able to properly communicate, that's where the breakdown begins. And, and a lot of times, you know, outside forces have made us look at each other like we're the enemy to one another. And so it's it's difficult because now we have we have a whole new generation of, you know, young ladies coming up and we can't be the generation before them that says, hey, just be okay with the fact that you're not going to have any female friends there's no way that you can get through this life and be an island and not have the kind of support. We need to be able to have those types of connections. And one of the things that I did, because um, I had a real, I had a major shakeup in my friendships last year. So for this last year, um, it's been a lot of, you know, okay, so is this person, how do I categorize where I am in life and w what that person means in this phase of my life? And one of the things that I had to do intentionally is um, I don't use the word friend so loosely. Right. I am um, friendly, but I'm not. All, I know I cannot be friends with all 582 friends on my Facebook. You know, you wait. All you got is 582. No, that was just a, oh. a hypothetical. Oh. I was just going to say um, we can get you some more friends. <laughs> no, I, I can call some favors. I'm not doing this with y'all. <laughs> Listen. We but, love you. But you know, it's no way to have that kind of deep connection and have real friendship with all the people that you have a connection with. So what I did was I had to make um, a conscious effort in determining who's an associate, who is a confidant, um, who falls into a category. You have to categorize because somebody is an acquaintance and you may have miscategorized them as a friend. So we have to be receive a, it. <laughs> so we have to be in a position where um, we're not confused by our friendliness with one another. And that's not to say that um, you know I would be standoffish or anything like that, but much like Latavia, I am an introvert with extrovert qualities dependent on the kindred spirits. If I feel a connection with you, I'll automatically, it'll automatically stick, but I don't force anything and I don't make it a point to be a fast friend. And I also don't do the, um, another thing was, um, oh, a friend of so-and-so's is a friend of mine. And so you automatically latch on to these people, not having an understanding of, you know, that the seasons. I need to get to know you through summer, fall, winter, and spring yes. to get an understanding of if this is a, if you were sent, to, were you sent by God or were you sent as a distraction? So those are the kind of things that now, you know, in my 30 blank, blank, blank years, <laughs> I understand. So, you know. Um, with me, it's uh, it has been years. It's taken years to figure out who my real friends are. And um, and when I, I think I'm more the friend, I think I'm the friend to the friend type person, if you understand what I'm saying. Like, I think I'm more the friend. Like, I could say, oh, I'm their friend, but I don't really get the same thing from mm -hmm. them as being my friend. Mm -hmm. And that's where it always comes. And one thing I do do is self-evaluation. I check me. I said, because when 
people come into my life and it seemed like the same thing going on. First of all, I got a different kind of personality and everybody can't take it. And I understand that. But one thing anybody can always say is, Nick, you're going to be there. Rain, sleet, snow, hurt, pain, anything. I'm going to be there. I'm like the mailman. We delivering regardless. <laughs> what so you say? I want to make sure That's people That's another is. little tagline. So I just, <laughs> I, I've had my, my problems in the past is I'm always the fighter. Mm-hmm. I'm always the one that's fighting for the friendship. Mm-hmm. I'm calling you. You ain't called me in months, checked on me, seeing how you doing. But I'm calling and say, hey, I know blah, blah. I don't know what happened between us. But can, I, can we talk about it, see what's going on, see if there's something we need to hash out? And then so probably maybe two years ago, I sent out a message to all of my friends. And I said, I just want to let y'all know I love y'all, blah, blah, blah. You know, if I ever did anything against you guys, let me know. And I sent it to two people that I wasn't talking to. Somebody came back wrong, and another person just didn't respond. But I hit Tavia up, and Tavia was like, Nikki, don't worry about it. You know, she's still, this two years ago, she's still angry about the situation. So there was something that needed to be hashed out. But she said some evil stuff, and it really hit my heart because I know I'll do anything for my friends. And everybody knows that, like, Nikki, you need to take care of yourself sometimes. So it's one of those things to really fill it out. But So now I pray for my friends. I pray for my associations. I use this with everything. I pray for, for God to reveal, expose, and clarify people in my life because I don't need nobody taking draining me. I don't want anybody draining me or taking with all the good stuff from me, and I can't get nothing back. So I pray for those. And then I, the main thing you got to ask for is even if it hurts. Because one thing I know God doesn't want to do is hurt us. But you got to pray about them so, associations. And we got to weed them out and say, reason, season, lifetime. Are these people here for a reason? Are these people here for a Or, as they say, leaves, branches, and roots. Mm-hmm. Are these your roots? You know, those kind of things. So it is challenging to find out who your real friends are. But when you get them, hold on tight because... Yes. It's one of those things that you don't come by often. And I do piggyback off that. Don't use that word friend loosely. Yeah. And matter of yes. fact, yeah. if you're my friend, you're my sister. Right. True. You know what I'm saying? You're not yeah. even my friend anymore. Yeah. You're my sister. My you know, <laughs> I, I have four sisters and I love them to life, but there's a lot of stuff I talk to my friend's sisters about that I never probably talk to my sisters yeah. about because of. I think the judgment more so with your family right. is different mm-hmm. than with your friends. Absolutely. Yes. So I found that out lately. Yeah, well, they say that um, friends are family that you choose, of your choosing, mm-hmm. right? So what do you think, Angela, as far as the importance of friend friendships? Um, well, I, I, um, I actually agree with the comment. Um, I do feel sorry for, for women that don't have women friends. Um, because everyone can't be an island. Everyone, mm-hmm. no one is an island. You always need somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes we 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 grab hold or latch on to this um, popular thing of you know I don't have women friends. I don't you know it, because it's it's trending. Mm-hmm. It's, it's and you know we think it's cool. Some well not we but you know some people think it's cool to say that you know. But when you know, you realize as you grow older um, or, you know, more mature that you need somebody. Um, a lot of times for myself, I pray about the different individuals that I invite into my space. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get close to everybody um, because you have to identify um, the reasons that they're there in your life. 
Um, some come as a distraction, some come as a help. But, um, you know, through prayer and guidance, guidance, you know, I always see, I always pray that, you know, that for friends that can be mutually beneficial, we can be mutually beneficial and synergistic, you know, in, in whatever season that we're in. And, you know, we can lean and help on help each other. And I would also like to add to that. That's a really good point. Um, I've also had to check myself as a friend. Um, make sure my motives were pure in, mm-hmm. in wanting to connect with certain people and make sure that I'm not enamored by what it is they have going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we like to, um, we know, we actively will check our circle, but a lot of times we don't point the finger at ourselves and say, well, right. we're in this situation Am I am I am I out of order in this situation? And so I've done that also just to kind of check myself and make sure that either it's not a scenario like that or like just we've been friends for years. And so I feel obligated to Mm. keeping the connection because a lot of times we'll stay in something because there's a level of comfort. Um, and no matter how 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 hard it, you know, it gets or how much it hurts or if, you know, I use that whole idea of um, it's almost like a, a transaction. You know how you have like a bank transaction. Right, 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 so, right. you know, there's a lot of if there's a lot of deposits that one person is making and the one per the one other person is continuing to uh, withdraw, you know, withdraw. Mm-hmm. Like how how do you as an individual if I'm not getting what I need uh, in, in that re- relationship? And you get everything. How is that? It's not mutual, mutually beneficial for right. for any of us. Right. So then it's like okay, because I, you know, you know how you see somebody's name come up on your phone and you like, <laughs> girl, girl, you be like, and it's not that you you don't. It's not that you don't love that person or you don't you know enjoy their company, but sometimes you know it can be. Uh, difficult if you don't really know um, if that that communication is not there and they don't realize okay like you need to step up you need right. to come right. <laughs> come on little baby you know so. mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know sometimes too like um and we probably hadn't gotten to this point yet um we we each mature at different levels yes, yes. Um, yes. um so and we grow up you know we grow up and sometimes we grow apart it doesn't say that the person is bad. It doesn't say that you're bad. You just have different goals. You have different, you know, you have uh, different values now. So it's okay. You know, it's okay um, to, to grow apart, too, as, as a friend. Sometimes we hold on to friendships that, that have, you know, we've had for so long, and we feel obligated to these friendships that we've had for so long, not want to hurt anybody. But it's okay um, to grow up is okay to grow apart. You know, that's a, all a part of life. Everything is always changing. So why can't we? That's real. Like, that is so real. I know that I've held on to some friendships. And it's like, after a while, you realize that you're not, you're no longer at the place you were when you met that person. Mm-hmm. And it's not a bad thing, like you said, but... Sometimes it's very difficult. When I was younger, it was like, I'm holding on to my friend. You know, like, we need to be together all the time. And I noticed for myself, a lot of my friends are like, you can't be friends with nobody else. 
Right. She talking about me. It's okay. She talking about me. <laughs> other friends too. I'd be like, who was that in that picture? I don't like her. Who was that? Oh I don't God. know her. I don't know her. I don't know her. You ain't asked me to go on that trip. I don't know her. But I, I'm trying to be nice. I'm working on me. Self, self-check. Self-check. <laughs> Listen, and it be so difficult. She know she get that text and I'm like, who was that? And I don't I'd know her. Like, when you met her? Cause <laughs> I know her. I didn't she get the invite. Friend. Yeah, you see the picture of them out. You be like, man, oh, I ain't seen no text come by. Right. See, when I tell you, check it, make sure you pay, pay your phone bill because the phone ain't ring. Li- listen, <laughs> what what we not gonna do? Was she out of service? <laughs> what we not gonna do? But you gotta call her. I ain't get no call. You gotta call. They so petty. Listen. <laughs> She's talking about me for real, for real. She talking about me. I mean, some of it was trade, especially when we were younger. And um, but I've had other friends that were like that as well. And that always put me in such awkward positions. Mm, yeah. Because as I've gotten older, I realized that I have I don't want to say friends for certain things, but I kind of have friends for certain things, you know. So it's like but in the same token, I know that my core, core group of friends, we can all come together and it's, yeah. you know, it's good. But what what you got to say, Nikki? I was just going to say that that is very true. You have friends for different situations. That's why I don't get jealous because when Tavia is with me, she's my friend. You don't talk so about shit. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. Well, she's been with me all weekend. That, so that's what? That's fine. That's so fine. what? But when she's with she me, went, she, I, with she me. was with me to all weekend. That's okay? fine. But when it's but when me I leave, her, when I leave Sunday, you, you can have, have a back. back. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you can have a back. That's fine. But I'm just saying, we do have friends for certain things. Like everybody ain't go like we we rowdy and we can have that good time. But it's that person that's like reserved that's just gonna chill right she's she's that person you could call she's the person you could but all of us have a unique um i want to say uh kind of like balance yeah yeah we all balance each other out we all got that one friend but in in a whole together when we link up it's just like it's really epic like it really we can have an explosion we all have different personalities but it it works for us. Right. It does. And just to piggyback um, a little bit about what we talked about previously, as far as the different types, knowing your friends, associates, the what leaves, 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 branches, branches and roots. Um, a couple years ago, T.D. Jakes did this sermon and I, I listened to it faithfully. And every once in a while, I go back and revisit it. But um, and I'm going to. Like, I want to say dumb it down, but listen, we got limited time. So, but it's a great sermon. And um, in the sermon, he says it is basically three types of people that you will interact with if you are a child of destiny. And the three types is you have a confidant, um, a constituent, and um, a comrade. And like, and he gives descriptions of the three. And I'm a, I'm a, break it down a little bit so confidence are those people in your life that love you unconditionally they are into you whether you are up or down right or wrong they are into you um they are in it for the long haul you get in trouble they'll get in trouble with you 
They'll come see you in the jailhouse. They're going to come get you out of crack house. Um, you can up, open up and share anything with, with them. You'll never inherit your kingdom until you find your confident, confidant, is what he says. Basically, you can't be David until you find your Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That, that'll prove. the fall out in here. Listen. <laughs> Has the collection plate. <laughs> that that that'll preach, right? So, um, and he says that you've got to have a confidant behind the wall who can mentor you for what God is going to do next in your life. The problem with most people is that everyone they run around with is under them. So you are forever feeding people you who can't feed you. And that kind of goes back into people making so many um, withdrawals and not enough deposits. Um, after years of feeding them, they begin to drain you. Um, you have to have someone who can feed you so you can feed somebody else. The confidants are the few people in your life that are for you. They are with you. They are intimately intertwined in your life. They are there to make sure you reach your destiny. They will confront you. They will get in your face. They will get in your business. They will tell you when you are wrong. They are your confidant. If you have two or three of them in a lifetime, you are a blessed person. And without them, you will never be who God called you to be. Like, that was Receive it. That's everything. And I was going to say something about that. You got to have that friend that's just like straight raw. You did wrong. Hey, that's not right. Hey, you being stupid. You want that friend. Like, if you don't be straight raw with me, you ain't my friend. And, and you know, I am definitely that friend. <laughs> she definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. So, For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know you deserve better, but I ain't going <laughs> to tell you. No lies detected. <laughs> But I can I, I can also receive that. Yes, she, yes, she can. For sure. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. But she I'm can. that friend. And But what I had to realize is I can't be that friend to everyone because everyone does not receive that. Absolutely. And it used to tear me apart because I used to be like, well, why she not my friend no more? I mean, if you come into me and asking me anything, I'm going to tell you the truth mm-hmm. because I want you to do the same for me. And that used to be so hard for me. But then I realized, so the people that I can be that person, who I am too, like, obviously, those are my confidants. And like Trey said earlier, we may talk in them. She don't like what I done said. So or two for the night. Yeah. But I'm going to call it tomorrow. Right. Well, we've gotten to the place where it's gotten like that. But it, it at times it has been, well, we not talking for a couple yeah. months. I'm a brat. She is. And a, you have I'm to know your friends. But, but I've had people like that too. You know, I've they've come to me. I've been honest. And then they don't reply to my text messages no more. And I'll be like, oh. Dang. But you know you have to have friends that are um, that are understanding too, like understanding to who you are and and you know I think that I think with with you and Trey because y'all y'all been I've, and by the way y'all I'm sitting in between Trey and Nikki for a reason <laughs> because they about they about to fight in a second. It's <laughs> my friend. It's my friend. She I see her. First. I get to her quicker than you do. No, so if no. she, if she ever needs anybody in an emergency, Lies. guess you know, who coming? On ninety five, a hundred. But I'll be there first on birdies. She gonna call me first. On I birdies. love my friend. She gonna call me first. On birdies. Hey. She might call you first, but I'll get there first. I'm sitting. Ah. I'm sitting in between these two. <laughs> the reserve. The dread love. But oh, um. Lord. But you know you have to have people that are understanding too. Um. I think 
um, for me, um, I love when my friends are understanding, understanding to my lifestyle, understanding to, you know, at, at some, some, sometimes I can't always be there, but when I get there, I'm going to be there. You know? And you have to accept your friends for everything they are, yes. regardless. If you're you're you think your friend's a little whore doll, let her be a little whore doll, but always be her friend. You know what I'm saying? We just she, you just gotta you just you do have to accept people. I mean, you can tell her. I'm just saying, but I, I've had a friend that's real. really like out like like to get down. So you know, everybody like birds and feathers fly together. Yo, if I call her, she coming for me. So she's still my friend. That's you know what true. I'm saying? It ain't. And I don't believe that's in bird. Bur- you know, that whole thing about birds flock together, you know, I don't believe that because each one of us have our own identity. So right. I don't believe that. But you go have some friends that are different and you just got to accept them for who they are. They're not where you are yet. You know what I'm saying? They might like that one night stand life. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I ain't never had no one night stand, but I'm going to respect her and let her do her thing. You know what I'm saying? That's what you got to set people for who they are and where they are in their life at that time. You can always speak into their lives. And believe me, I think a lot of times your friends tell you stuff, you acting like you don't hear them, but in the back of your mind, that yeah. thing's going to come up later. And you'll be like, dang, Nikki said that shit. You know, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't really, or you know what I'm saying? Or I'll think of something Tavia said, yo, that's a great idea. And it's crazy because um, for me and Tavia, um, not to make anybody jealous or anything. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> but it seemed like any, it seemed like when um, spiritually me and her connected, and um, I'll tell you a little story. I really really didn't. Me and Tavia, I don't even know how we even became as close as we are. I know, but me and her, I really think really I I used to think Trey and Latavia didn't like me. And I remember it like it was yesterday because I was with Quincy and we was at the little modeling thing. And I was just like, she don't like oh, me. And, um, the club. Yeah, the club I that time. I was like, they don't like me. Mar-. And so that's why, if y'all notice, Quincy was staying really close to me because I told him, I said, I don't think they care for me too much, you know? So it was really weird when me and her became so close. I'm like, it's dang. I moved to Miami. Dang. No. <laughs> it was a spirit. But what I was saying about us, we're connected kind of spiritually is that we're both in business for ourselves and it just seems like each time and it's always when we ain't talked in a couple of like a couple of weeks, we always seem when we get back together, we always seem to be at that same level in our spiritual side. Like the the devil is attacking us in the same area at the mm-hmm. same time. And I was just like, you know, the devil did that us not talking because they know we more we're 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 more powerful together than Absolutely. we are apart. Absolutely. So if we had been talking probably them two weeks, it probably wouldn't have went on as long as it was. So just think about that in terms of when I say historically we have been led to believe that the separation is needed. Mm-hmm. That's what the enemy feels like. He has a, a, a full playground. Like mm-hmm. he got all the equipment on lock right. where he can play mm-hmm. because we have actually, we have been um, deceived into believing like this is the reality of what it is. Right. And it's really not that hard for us to, you know, hey, I'm who I am. You're who you are. I'm not going to be a yes man. 
Right. You know, I'm going to love you regardless mm -hmm. of what's going on or, you know, who you are uh, as a person. But at the end of the day, like if and I tell my friends, if I have not if I have not been of any kind of help or assistance or pushed you in a in a way to grow, you need to we need to cut our ties right now because Absolutely. at the end of the day, that's what I'm here for. Right. And if you feel like you have not gotten from me everything that you can possibly get and that's not from a you know um I'm, I'm being um i'm draining or i'm taking 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 but when you think about it if we both are mutually doing that same thing how is anybody ever going to be without absolutely if we if we both give a hundred percent you know and i understand and that there's definitely an opportunity that you know i might be at 70 but you'll understand that as a friend because we've already, you know, we've solidified the fact that I'm here, you're here, we're going to make the very best of this. So, you know, it's almost like, not to get too far off, but almost even like romantic relationships, you have to come with a conscious decision. You're making a conscious decision that we're going to make put the effort into making this relationship everything that it can possibly be. That has to happen in friendships. I agree. And, you know, that's the second story I've heard of. I didn't think she really liked me. Actually, more than second. I hear that. That's the story of my life, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, it's I think kind of bougie, though. <clears throat> I think Angie had that same story, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did. I had that same story, too, y'all. I was like, I don't think Tammy was Who the common denominator? <laughs> Wow. But, wow. but but you know, but the, but the, but the thing is though, it's like like we 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 connected in a, a a spiritual way because I think one morning I had I went to Tavia to get my makeup done and had we not talked, had we not, you know, um interact with one another on another level, um I would have never known who she really was. And I think a lot of times to not getting off subject sometimes people have a um, um, something in their mind saying, okay, who this person is. And so they kind of isolate themselves or build up a wall. Um, but had we not, you know, had I not came to your house that morning because I needed my makeup done <laughs> early in the morning and found out we had so, so, so much in common. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we never would have had this friendship that we have today. I mean, I'm dope in real life, <laughs> yes, you but are. I know even for me personally, I I hate using that intimidation spirit, but I know that intimidation spirit can be over me some way, and I, God is still working on me. It's nothing that I'm doing. Well, let me say this real quick, because I think you're going to go in a whole nother direction, and I'm going to say this as a, as with, I'm going to be so transparent right now. Any time that I've ever felt, and this is me personally, any time I've ever felt like, well, dang, I don't really know. I don't know, like, you know, she got this going on. It's the dopeness. It's the qualities that you see in that person. And there, a lot of times it was um, my insecurities, mm. my personal insecurities, because I think a lot of times people will see what you have going on. They see your life and they see all these different things, but not knowing what, what you struggle with. Mm -hmm. And so even in everything that I've done and the things that I am to everybody else, that's still something that even every now and again, I'll struggle with um, feeling like I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough. 
how else can I, you know, um, um, be impactful? And I see this other person doing it, and I don't really, you know, I don't know how they'll accept what I'm doing or if they'll accept me. And what about all these other people that approach her and they want something, you know? And so those are the kind of thoughts that I would have in those situations where I felt like, it's so unattainable to really get to know that person. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily that you're, you are intimidated as much as it is what the other person might have going on. That's we true. get, we, you know, stuff kind of in the, in the, sometimes we go through different things, not realizing what rubs off on us and what we, um, you know, when we have certain past experiences, how it really affects us moving forward. And so that has been my experience because I felt like that level of, you know, with me not being as confident in certain aspects, I felt like the people that do, they don't really want to be bothered in that way. And so that's something that I had to work on so that I can be a better friend and I can even start the conversation of, Hey, let's get to know each other, right. you know. So, I don't know that it's necess- you're not intimidated. Well, I'll say I have been more intentional in letting people know that I am approachable. I, you know, I'm here for you. Like whatever you need, help me help you. And that's come with again growth and maturity yeah because she was like you can't sit with me chick no no well and and not in my defense but I can tell you like she's you know just piggybacking off of what Alexandra said some of it is the things that we've experienced right so for me that was my defense mechanism absolutely it was you know dealing with so much rejection early on in life and not from just friends but from family and stuff like that so what I realized again as I've gotten older and wiser and I've done my own self-awareness that's like that was my armor right right like that that was my protection because I realized that don't nobody I well I was thinking that nobody had me but me So let me keep you at arm's length. Right. Let me make you, not make you, but you won't have to put some work in. Mm -hmm. Let me, you know, really see what you're about because of the rejection, because of the hurt, because, and I don't think that we realize sometimes that that's what we do in platonic friendships Mm -hmm. as well in, as well as romantic relationships. And what, what I've, come to realize now is I don't want to be that person to have to make someone do work to get to know me like because I would get so often this would this is you you're really cool like once somebody like sit down and talk they'd be like oh you're really cool like I thought you were this and of course they look at how I choose to carry myself makeup hair you know whatever um a lot of the times I'm confident when I'm really not confident Mm -hmm. it's like a false sense of confidence Mm -hmm. a lot of the time I'm talking myself through stuff like okay Tavy, you got this just it's gonna be okay and because I have my own internal issues um lack of confidence and things that I've dealt with but even with the podcast, I know this was God saying, okay, you have to share that mm-hmm. because it's someone else who feels that way. Yeah. And because that was a struggle. Because I used to think all the time, like, 
people don't want to be my friend. Like, what's going on? But or people wanted to be my friends for different reasons. Yeah. And I'm gonna get into that too. Um, the next. I think that's too, um, some of that right there might have been God's protection for you. Yeah, like, that's true. You know, to keep those people away from you because everybody can't be in your life like that. You know, that might have been protection. You might be like, oh, why they don't like me? Or coming up with an excuse why that person ain't there. That might have been God's protection. It's like, hey, they ain't for your life. You know, keep going. Because one thing I had to learn is that um, communication was really big in relationships communicating with that person, making sure. But God protected me from a lot of people because then I saw later on, like, yo, I would have never wanted to be that friend, you know, that person's friends. And I will be the person to say, back in the day, I used to be like, oh, so-and-so said they like this. So I wouldn't mess with them because of what some so-and-so and so Mm. so said, you know. I'm not friends with that person. And then what it came to is that, that person could actually be a blessing to me. Yes. You know, that that you don't know you could be blocking a blessing. And that's a thing like a, the enemy sending a dart at you saying, okay, yeah, I got to cause some tor- turmoil between them two so they don't never link up. And because if they link up, it's going to be this awesome yes. thing that God wants you to have. And people don't understand that. Like, I'll be like, man, you could have blocked a blessing just not speaking to somebody. Like, I speak to everybody. But so you might be blocking a blessing. Who would have known that me and her link up, we got... Both of us got business. She do my makeup. There's her business. She she said, oh, hey, I'm doing Nikki the trainer. There she going supporting my business. You don't even know the smallest things mm-hmm. that could assist y'all in y'all friendship and elevate both of y'all to the next level. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're supposed to be doing, leveling up. That's true. Well, we have... Again, this conversation can go on and on and on. And I have some more that I definitely want to um, share and talk about um, as far as friendship. Because it's 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 important. I Again, I feel like we've left a lot on the table. Um, That's definitely going to have to be a yeah, part two. Be. I mean, it might be a whole Maybe we can do two, it in three, Miami. Four. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. I don't like we. <laughs> look, look. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> but, um. Southeast edition. Li- listen. Hey. hey. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. But I, I definitely, we're going to revisit this. It's definitely going to be a part two because it's even more that I want to talk about um, as far as the um, comrades and constituents and confidants um, and getting more into that. And just. Maybe friendships that didn't work out and how you rebounded from that and how you recovered from that, which is important as well. Because as we know, um, all of our, as I used to tell Trey all the time, everybody can't sit with you in the front row, boo. (laughs) They can't. And how you maneuver around that. So it's definitely going to be a part two. Um, Before we get out, though, I want everyone to kind of go around let them know how they can find you, reach you, um, all your social media handles, starting with Miss Nikki. Um, I'm Nikki the Trainer. Uh, you can find me on all social networks at Nikki the Trainer, N-I-K-K-I. Um, I do personal training, women empowerment, and uh, motivational speaking. So any of those times. Yes, it is. We are in the holiday season. Bodies are made in the winter. Like. Don't be coming to her in May talking about, hey, I need to be fine for my trip in June. Don't do me. Um, 
winter time is the time for you to get ready. Not five minutes before summer about to come in. You want to get ready now to be able to maintain for the um, summertime. So that's what you want to make sure. Get fit now and get ready now. And then when the summer months come, you'd be like, hey, Nick, I got this. I can maintain. But now is the time to get that body right. And she has a winter fit with Nikki, the trainer. You can book your free consultation today. She has one-on-one group packages available as well. So definitely reach out to her to schedule your consultation. And I am Angela Andrews. You can find me on Facebook um, under Angela Andrews um, or at Dr. Brent Sears, DMD at 10365 Hood Road South, um, Suite 2. Um, the number is 904-262-7770. Um, I definitely have some whitenings, um, holiday specials for whitenings coming up. So if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, um, you will definitely see that. I'm Miss Trey. You can follow me on Lock and Grow ENT on all social media handles, lockandgrow.com um, for my website. I do publicist. I'm a publicist. And I do marketing. I work with artists in the entertainment industry as well as models. I do a little bit of everything other than make the track and put it on the radio. <laughs> and I'm Alexandra Goodson. You can find me on social media at The Cured Nail. Um, all realms of social media. Um, I specialize in natural nail care and advanced pedicuring and that's about it. You're just dope. <laughs> Thank you, boo. You too. <laughs> and um, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to this episode of the Divas Den with Tavia podcast. Um, what about your friends? We are going to do a part two. Um, we, again, we have so much that we need to say. Um, I think that this was a good introduction, though, to this series. Let's do a What About Your Friends series. And I think this was a really good introduction um, to that. So I want to thank each and every one of my friends, sisters, my fab divas, for taking time out of their very busy schedules because, baby, they popping out here in these streets. <laughs> so anytime I can get with them, it's like I, I probably have to get my firstborn up for that I don't I don't I don't know if now you're gonna be about that life but um I just honestly want to thank them for joining me I also want to thank you all for tuning in to the Divas Den um, podcast we have some exciting things coming up um I'll definitely talk to you guys before the holiday season is up but make sure everyone has a very very safe and happy holidays of course if you have any product or anything that you want to talk about um, on the podcast, make sure you email me at divasdenwithtavia um, at gmail.com. Also, you need a fab face. You got Christmas parties. Like, you need to be cute for real. Make sure you visit me at fabulousfacesmakeup.com, fabulousfaces on all social media platforms. And I'm going to leave us with just, just a quick, quick quote about friendships um true friends aren't the ones who make your problems disappear they are the ones who won't disappear when you're facing your problems thank you again as always stay fabulous